You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1,287, and it is our 1,600th, yes, 1,600 interviews that we've done here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. You know, we've been on the air since March of 2009, and we're the longest-running business podcast in Orange County, California. Jordan Goldrich, author of the book written for valuable executives who are identified as abrasive or bullies to recognize and leverage their warrior spirit while changing the unintended negative impact of their style. Many different types of people can be warriors. These include the most committed and effective military leaders, business executives, doctors, and nurses, as well as police, firefighters, and clergy. Even mothers and fathers can be warriors, and for that reason, I've invited Jordan onto the show because I want to talk about his latest book, Workplace Warrior, People Skills for the No-Bullshit Executive. Wow. Jordan, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. It is a pleasure to be here. Thank you. I'm excited. I've enjoyed your book, and I'm excited to have you share some of the ideas and contents of the book, but maybe we can start with... What is the main idea for your book, Jordan? Well, the main idea, it's written for executives who get called names like bully, jerk, and certain interesting body parts, and uh, rather than about them. And the main theme is how can they leverage what I refer to as their warrior spirit. So as you said earlier, so they can drive results without damaging relationships. And uh, and also be to be cur- completely authentic while they're doing it. A lot of them feel like they have to be politically correct, or they're being pressured to be politically correct. So um, let's. I'm a I'm a little bit curious as to the inspiration for writing this book. I have many authors and entrepreneurs on my show who have written a book or created a company out of a personal need or observation. I don't know that that's your case, Jordan, but what was the inspiration for writing Workplace Warrior? Well, the truth is I was, perhaps still am, one of those people. I grew up in a city housing project in New York that was built <clears throat> for returning war veterans, World War II veterans. So they were very direct working-class folk. And I grew up in a family that was loud by even New York standards. So I developed a really direct, and I guess a few people along the way said tactless or undiplomatic style. And then later on, I became the chief operations officer of a healthcare company here in uh, San Diego. And we built it from four employees to about 65 and sold it to a large insurance company. And I wasn't bright enough to realize that my personality style and my leadership style, which worked well in a fast-growing entrepreneurial company, would not work so well in a nonprofit insurance company. And so about three and a half years into it, I got got fired. Um, Actually, not for 
be, I, I got set up, actually, but the underlying reason was that the person who set me up felt like I was disrespectful. So that's the, that's the major inspiration. Along the way, what I realized was that, just like me, most executives who get called those names really don't want to hurt people. Uh, typically, they are very, very driven by... They want to succeed. They're driven by results. Some of, a lot of them come from cultures like I did. And there really is a mixed message in today's leadership conversation. One part of the message is, is that everybody should feel safe and comfortable all the time. And the other is we need leaders who drive results and hold people accountable. And both of those things are true and not easy to do. So. Part of what I, I want to do, my current inspiration, is about, is about being a bridge between those two views. So we're talking with Jordan Goldrich, and we're talking about his latest book, Workplace Warrior. And uh, who's the target audience? Who, who did you write this book for? Who do you hope will read it? Who will benefit from spending time with what you've written? Well, I, I wrote it for what I refer to as no-bullshit executives. There are four types. Two of them are the ones that probably would be most interested. The first type I would call the abrasive leader. And those are people, again, they may come from a cultural background uh, that was loud, but on the other hand, their self-esteem is tied to results. And when the people around them are not performing as well, they feel attacked. It's almost like they have a knife being held against their throat. And they get a fight-flight response, and they strike out. And their experience justifiably is disrespectful or demeaning. So that's, that's one type. Uh, the other type would be what I refer to as the scientist, who is typically very analytic, very committed to solving big puzzles, often introverted. And that type of person is often experienced by people as unapproachable and overly short, and so sometimes gets uh, accused of being disrespectful as well. So those, those would be the two main types. Okay, so you're, you're kind of giving us some of the content that's in your book, Workplace Warrior. I'm, I'm just wondering, for the benefit of my audience, could you give us a tour de force of maybe the table of contents? What would we find when we read your book, sir? Well, thank you. So the beginning, the, first, the introduction is called the battle plan. And so I'm talking to the executives and I'm giving them a choice. Uh, I'm telling them that uh, I'm hoping that they can do the least they can do, that I'd like to show them the least they can do. And the least they can do has two meanings. One meaning is literally the least you can do. So if they believe that the pressure to be uh, more polite, more politically correct, more protective is just political bull, then I'll show them the least they can do in order to be functional in today's society, in today's workplace culture. On the other hand, if I do my job well, I'll convince them that it's the least they can do in the sense that it's the right thing to do. So the metaphor for that would be if you were standing in the street and somebody, for instance, in a wheelchair asked you to help them across the street, and at the other side of the street they wanted to pay you, you would say, no, that, that was the least I can do. It was the right thing to do. So that's the uh, introductory chapter. 
The first section is really about what are the types and uh, what are the types of executives, the four types. And then there's a piece about what is a warrior, which I derived from my experience working with an organization called the Honor Foundation, where I volunteer to help Navy SEALs and other special operations forces transition. And I, I got a chance to look at the uh, Navy SEALs ethos. And I realized that rather than trying to convince folks like me that they ought to be better people, it's better to convince them that they should be more effective warriors. And that, that uh, ethos contains things like lead humbly, treat people, uh, protect people who can't protect themselves, things like that. And then following that, there's a section on what is the research, why, why should they do this, and then finally the steps. So that's, that's sort of an overlying sense of what you would get from the book. So it really is, uh, and I don't mean this in a, in a bad way, but it's a self-help book. I mean, it is really designed to give people tools to allow them to be an effective and results-oriented leader without carrying the BS moniker that maybe they've had up until that point. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I, I hadn't, I, actually, I hadn't thought of it as a self-help book, but yes, I guess it is. Right. And so it might be an ideal gift to give people in your life, should you be listening to the show today or as a podcast on one of our platforms, and you know someone in your life who has all the best intentions, but maybe the delivery vehicle is a little bit uh, challenged, here's, here's might be a great summer reading book for them, or depending on when you listen to it, a Hanukkah Christmas gift. Who knows? Give it to them sometime. <laughs> we're talking with Jordan Goldrich, and we're talking about his book, Workplace Warrior, People Skills for the No BS Executive. You know, we've, we've talked about the target audience. We've kind of gone through the table of contents. Uh, I'm wondering if there are people out there, Jordan, who want to write a book, who uh, believe they have a book in them. I love to ask published authors if they could just share kind of a couple tips on how you were able to do it, and maybe they can learn from your experience as well. Sure. So I have actually four tips, but the first one is don't do what I did. And that was about eight years ago, I just started writing. And I'm, I'm a very, I, I hate doing outlines. I just like getting into it and, and doing it. So uh, about six years later, I realized I was never going to get anywhere unless I found somebody to work with me and to hold me accountable and to sort of kick my butt a little bit. And I found Walter Mayer, Walter G. Mayer, who is my co-author. And Walter has published several books and uh, himself and also has helped other authors publish. And the first thing he did is he got me to create a general outline and spent time with me talking about, you know, really what was I trying to say and what was the order and where did I want to say it. Um, he challenged my ideas a lot. Um, I had some pretty strong attitudes about both the politics around this and perhaps even some of the issues that men are facing these days in terms of uh, words like toxic masculinity, etc. And he, he really challenged me and got me to clarify what I mean and maintain my position as a bridge rather than taking a position. He also brought his own research and thinking, and finally he held me accountable. So periodically he would call me up and give me a really hard time, which 
us abrasive people need if you're going to get through to us that we need to do something. So those those are the two things, you know, the, the, the things that he got me to do are the things that you need to do. So uh, in the whole process of writing your book, from when you actually now consider that you started the process in earnest until you were able to hold that beautiful hardbound book in your two hands. How long yes. was that process? It was about two and a half years. Okay. Were there times during that process where you were thinking, maybe it's just not worth the effort, maybe it was a good idea, but probably maybe I should use my talents some other way? Or were you always you know, committed to the project? Yeah, the thought definitely crossed my mind, but I am, I am nothing if not persistent. And I, I also had, I really wanted to say what needed to be said, because I think it is a unique position. And ultimately, I knew I just wouldn't be happy with myself if I let it go. So I, I just kept right. going. But yes, there were times I felt like not doing sure. it. So we're talking with Jordan Goldrich. We're talking about his book, Workplace Warrior. And we've just kind of went through the the process and the motivation maybe to help others. I'm wondering... Do you have other resources that are available to my audience that support this book? If you have them, can you, can you describe them? Is there other, are there other tools and things around this book that you offer? Sure. So if you go to uh, YouTube, there are a number of recordings of me both uh, teaching executives, not executives, teaching executive coaches how to coach executives, uh, and they're long and short ones. And also there's material of me on, on uh, podcasts, so there's a number of them that people can get from there. I am in the process of developing a training for executive coaches on how to coach executives who are abrasive or who get called those kinds of names, and that is in the process as well. Uh, you could get a free excerpt from my book uh, with five chapters if you went to uh, workplacewarrior.com. So those would probably be the three things. So in in your crafting and research and writing of the book, I'm wondering, you know, I kind of see this as a leadership book. You know, earlier we said self-help, but also I think this is a leadership book. Um, what have you learned about the subject of leadership that you didn't know to, prior to doing the work to get the book written and published? Yeah. So I learned a bunch. Um, one of the things I learned is that I am not a very good follower. And one of the things about being, I think, a great leader is that you have to be willing to both lead and be led. And where I got that from was really the work that I've been doing with the Honor Foundation and the Navy SEALs. I, I did not serve in the military. And I got introduced to them, and it just seemed like an incredible thing to do to become an executive coach for some of the greatest heroes and warriors on the planet who are trying to transition from the military into civilian life. And as I started looking, getting to know them, number one, I experienced them as incredibly spiritual people. And number two, there were some things, well, there were some things in all of the codes, but the one that I really worked on was the Navy SEALs ethos that has things like uh, humbly serve, expect to lead and be led, to control your emotions and your reactions regardless of the circumstances, and, and to protect the welfare and security of others 
before your own, those kinds of things. And what really, really hit me was that we tend to talk to people who are experienced as abrasive as you're not a nice person. And really what it's about is that they're not the most effective warriors they could be. Bottom line, we need their warrior spirit. We need their drive. And the fact is that in our society, people with drive and warrior spirit annoy people. So it's really not so much that you need to change who you are and be nicer and make everybody feel safe as much as it is how do you you make happen what you really are committed to without damaging relationships. And I really learned that in the process from working with the uh, Navy SEALs and the other special operations forces. You know, Jordan, that's one of the uh, takeaways that I have from your book as well, which is this delicate balance between modifying your uh, behavior for a leader who may be seen as abrasive or difficult and still being able to use your superpower, which is this gift to be able to get results from people in organizations, especially complex ones. And so it's a right. it's a gift to be able to give someone a book who, uh, who allows them to maintain integrity with who they are, but realize they can do it in a better way that gets even more people kind of behind them as a leader and truly allow them to have that warrior mentality inside of work without bruising and battering those that work with them and that are in their charge. So I really commend you for taking on what is a well-understood problem in in business, but many times the solutions aren't effective. This book is an effective prescription for people who have that skill but also know they need to uh, put some effort into how they deliver their message to people. So I want to Thank you for the commitment that you made over the past two and a half years plus to craft such a well-written and thoughtful book. I really do appreciate it. And one last time, if someone would like to learn more about you, Jordan, and your book, Warrior Workplace, People Skills for the No Bullshit Executive, where should they go online? Well, they can go to my uh, website, which is workplacewarriorinc.com. And if they want to download a free section, five chapters of my book, they can go to just plain workplacewarrior.com. So both of those things will work. Thank you very much. I, uh, I appreciate you being on our show and sharing a little bit about the content of your book and your inspiration with my audience today. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'd also like to thank the engineer sitting in the studio, Mr. Paul Roberts, and our producers, without whom we could not do this show each and every week, Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Vanessa Holland. If you'd like to connect with me, I would ask you to do it on LinkedIn. I am Richard Franzi. Last name is spelled F as in Frank, R-A-N-Z-I. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.